Have you ever seen people who appear to have it all together, especially in church, and wondered about the real story beneath the facade? Or how about this? What's your story? And what would happen if people knew the real you, the glorious, the wonderful, the messy, the shameful? Listen in as we tackle hard questions of faith and following Jesus. Welcome to She Seems So Normal, Stories Not Shared on Sundays with your host. That's me, Lee McKenzie. Episode 60, Epilogue. The Plastic Princess Deconstructed, or Living Authentic, Messy Faith. Friends, I cannot believe we've made it to 60 episodes and we are at the end of season one, She Seems So Normal podcast. And I just want to thank you for coming along with the story. Thank you for all the responses. Thank you for all the emails and texts and the love that you have given to me over this story. It has been really, really a crazy journey, hasn't it? And I'm, I'm so thankful you've been with me all along. Um, I hope that this story has helped you and that it has made a difference in your life. And I ask that if this has been a podcast that meant something to you, if it, if it changed the way you think about something, made you think differently about God or about abuse or about trauma or about yourself, I'd love it if you would rate the show, make a comment, but even more than that, I would love if you would share this with others because I feel like this is a message that has to get out there. It is, it is time. We are in a space and a time that people need to know the love of Christ. They need to know that there is healing on this side of heaven and to be encouraged and empowered that we would embrace one another in it. And so I would ask if you would share the podcast and share the book that is going to be published, um, gosh, in the next couple of weeks. If you're hearing this after it's published, please go on to Amazon and grab a copy of She Seems So Normal, Shatter the Plastic Princess, Embrace Authentic Faith. But this is the epilogue and it's pretty honest. Here we go. It's February 2022 and let's be honest, the last time I intentionally wrote about my journey in late December 2020, I thought I'd be completely healed and headed for a quote unquote normal life without issues or panic attacks or whatever. While I recognize I've made huge strides discovering the root causes and managing childhood sexual abuse trauma symptoms, Sometimes it's like trying to rinse a bucket that was formerly filled with concrete. No matter how long you clean it, a stubborn, gritty residue always clings to scratches on the surface. You gotta just keep wiping. Initially, when I decided to publish this narrative, though I received multiple well-timed godly confirmations, the terror nearly eclipsed the excitement. The fear barrier is so real for trauma survivors that when triggered, we respond as if we're in jeopardy of physical harm, even when we're miles or decades from the initial causes. My body impulsively began reliving trauma symptoms at wonky times throughout the following week. An all-out panic attack in the afternoon, terrifying nightmares, obsessive behavior for my family's safety, body shaming by compulsive criticism, hateful thoughts about my appearance, the desperate need to numb, dissociate, or distract. You know, the enemy of our souls is not very creative. The same scare tactic tricks previously plaguing me resurfaced. But give praise to Jesus because this time I knew better and managed more efficiently by calling on the coping mechanisms and the network God provided over these last months. <laughs> Isn't it funny? 
As a new Christian, I used to want everyone to think I had my ish together, that my world was practically perfect in every way. Acting and dressing what I thought was the ideal Christian woman, projecting the ideal marriage and family and ministry. I now realize that whenever I looked in the mirror, I never actually faced the real me, the one who Jesus fearfully and wonderfully created, a woman he loves all the way to hell and back up to heaven. What I saw back then was a plastic princess, a church girl mannequin. Whenever that plastic princess facade melted off screen under pressure, I remolded and remodeled her again and again, wondering why I felt like such a fraud, an imposter of faith. Well, now I know why. That filtered, formulated girl was never authentically me. She was just what I thought others wanted or needed. Even with her best intentions, that plastic princess church girl was a manufactured, devil-distorted caricature, a mere shadowy outline of the woman God created me to be. Honest accountability and the willingness to be vulnerable with safe, biblically-minded people, coupled with humility to be openly teachable to loving, critical feedback, those are my keys to finding freedom to love and accept my true self flaws and all. I'm doing my best so that shame will no longer silence or keep me from help. John Rivers said, I wish I could tell you it gets better, but it doesn't get better. You get better. Though she was encouraging another comedian not to abandon the craft, the quote applies to trauma recovery too. Friends, don't quit. Stay the course. Add to what you already have. For us as Christians, that's goodness, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, mutual affection, and love to our existing faith. Encourage those who run the same valley of the shadow of death. And maybe most importantly for us, make Jesus known among the nations and proclaim his wonderful works. I wish I could tell you the story's a one and done, but it's not. There's still more God's rewriting in my heart, mind, body, and spirit. I wish I could report my life as perfectly reconstructed, but that would be a plastic princess lie because I'm still running through deep gorges, still struggling at times. But at least it's honest and recognizing the work ahead to remain healthy by God's grace. I've already progressed so far, so fast. Perhaps from this earthly side of the cross, I'll carry thorns reminding me of my weaknesses, like the Apostle Paul never achieving complete emotional or physical healing or wholeness. But until I'm enraptured by my Lord and Savior face to face, I'll have faith His grace is sufficient and perfectly powerful for fighting to live in God's truth with every last breath in my body. The battle is worth waging through every gorge and wasteland because those waiting with Jesus at the heavenly finish line might not only be my husband, children, or friends, but possibly generations blessed by a single woman's obedient willingness to forgive her abusers and place her absolute trust in Christ to reconcile, restore, and redeem beauty from ashes and break sinful cycles of death here on earth. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. 
You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 23, verses 5 and 6.